0: Welcome to Pure Soul Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is
1: Orlando. And we're on episode, I believe, 147.
0: 147. And I'm excited about this episode because we are on a level up review. And our level up reviews are always fun because it is an opportunity for us to look through uh, another book, uh, to go through uh, the work of somebody who uh, has experienced things we haven't, has a, a visions, ideas, thoughts that that maybe we haven't presented in a certain way, and we can always learn something. And so I'm a really big believer that uh, you've got to constantly be trying to learn from people who are better than you. Uh, We don't all have great mentors in our life, like actual people that we can look to and say like, hey, this person taught me everything I know about this or encouraged me in this area. But we live in a time when you can go on YouTube, you can listen to podcasts, you can read books of some of the most successful, influential, intelligent people uh, of, of lifetime. And they become our mentors when you start taking their advice and and applying it to your life. So uh, today we're doing that with a very interesting uh, book. It's kind of not even really a book. It's kind of like a a manual slash evaluation system. uh, But it is The Code, The Evaluation, The Protocols by Jocko Willink. And um, if you guys have never listened to the Jocko Willink podcast or read any of his other stuff, uh, the man is a pretty incredible man. I would say his book Um, extreme ownership was probably up there as like an amazing, great book. Would you agree?
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's leagues ahead of a lot of books I've read. Uh, and, and maybe we should read that in the podcast. A few things though, I will say, I always aim to not, I don't see others better than me. I see them as knowing more than me, right? We all have like things we're really good at and there's other people that have had different life experiences that gives them the expertise in certain fields and allows them right to share knowledge that we couldn't attain. And I really believe Jocko does that in the sense that, you know, his experience as a Navy SEAL, his experience, even, even now, as, as you know, he, he helps a lot of people. He mentors a lot of people and yeah, extreme
0: ownership probably one of, one of, it's up there. It's a great book. Yeah. A great um, book. Especially if you're a leader of any kind, like if, if I mean, even, it, it even if for you're a not a leader, just yeah. taking ownership, like yeah. just
1: being, we 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 all now, the one thing you know, we gotta clarify is like if no one's following you, you're not a leader, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't have leadership capabilities or qualities yeah, no, right, that's true. that you develop.
0: And, and one of the good things about this thing is it kind of it it's it's more of self-reflective and you're looking in yourself. Um, and in a lot of ways, you can be a leader to yourself. Like maybe you're not leading others, uh, but you're you're following your own self and you're leading your own self. And so you can kind of decide how you're going to respond to situations. Are you going to make the right decisions? Are you going to treat yourself properly? Um, you can, there's there's a lot of analogies that can be made of like, you're your own boss, but if you're your own boss, you're also your own employee. right? And so you kind of got to think about it <laughs> yeah. that way and how you treat yourself and the things you're trying to do. So um, yeah, I think Extreme Ownership was, uh, an, it was an amazing book. It was really, really great. I wonder um, why,
1: maybe we should, we should read that book for a level of preview one day.
0: One day. Yeah. No, I think we should. Um, but what I would say about this book um, I, it's the newest book. I think that's why we 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 took it. Like yeah. Mike heard the podcast, Mike
1: checked out the book. Mike contacted me, and I'm like, "Hey, why don't we do it?" It's it's new, it's fresh. Not a lot of people have read it, and I I'm sure there's some of you that listen to us that listen to
0: Jocko too, and so we thought, why not? Yep. And and so I would say this one is probably not at the same caliber because it's not meant to be like like a in depth book about you know a certain topic like leadership or ownership. Uh, this one though is interesting because the concept behind this book is basically um, he, what he did is he went through like the Navy and the Marines evaluation system and he kind of looked to see like, what does it mean to be like a really great Marine or a really great uh, uh, sailor and how they had that set up. And then he was looking at those. And he's like, man, these are actually really good, like indicators of like life. Like you can kind of have a goal. You can have something set in your life and say like, here's how I could score in a category. if I'm If I'm literally achieving like the ultimate possibility that a human could reach. I'm in this, this rare category of like a, a a one out of five, I'm a five. Uh, this is what it looks like. And the reason why, um, it's so good to kind of look at that is, is he starts the book by saying this without an objective, the objective will not be reached without a goal. The goal will not be achieved without a standard. The standard will not be met without a mission. The mission cannot be accomplished. Without an ideal, the ideal will never be realized. Uh, and it goes on and on, kind of explaining the same concept. And then he says this and so we wander. We wander aimlessly, moving without making progress. Days, months, and years pass us by. Time is wasted, which means life is wasted, and potential is wasted. Our own potential squandered. Meandering through life instead of becoming who we could be, instead of attaining our highest possible manifestation of being, we simply become whatever we become. We fall short in so many ways. We fall short. And it kind of goes on from there. And and one of the things I like about that is there's the idea that, and I would be kind of pushed back a little bit on some of the worldview here of like, you've got to be the best possible. But I, I do like the idea of if you don't have a goal, if you don't have like an idea of where you should be going, you're never going to reach there. And one thing I used to tell my students a lot was if you're not, if you're not progressing, You're regressing. There's stagnation, right? Like if you're not if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. You're almost never staying the same in almost any area of life, right? If you're if you're not increasing your physical health, you're probably losing some physical health, or or you're working really hard to maintain, but you have to almost actively do that. Uh, It's it's the same with like intellectual. Like if you're not actively pursuing gaining more knowledge, you start to lose things. Wait, I know I knew that fact a while back, and so there's this concept of if you're not moving, if you don't have a goal. Uh, And then, what would it be like? The is it the second law of thermodynamics? Thermodynamics, Like things just get worse, right? Like you, you just you're going to if you just kind of sit around and do nothing, your house is going to get messier. You're going to get unhealthy. Things are going to get worse around you. You're going to feel like you're not going to feel as good. Things don't get better by not moving forward towards some kind of a goal. So I like that the idea of this book is, if that's true, if we can agree on that standard, then then let's let's. Let's make a a a goal. Like, what's our target? What should we be aiming for? So we know whether or not we're actually making progress. What do you think about that?
1: So a few things. (laughs) Um, First of all, you know, a lot of you that are listening to us are like, "Hey, this is a podcast about reselling." Like, what's going on? And you know, I I hope that we've been able to have a little bit of liberty to kind of venture off a little bit. Uh, You know, because this is very reselling related. Because you know, we've talked about reselling as a lifestyle, right? Especially when you go full time. So there's a lot of things that can apply that will ultimately help your business. The other thing is, as as you have followed us, you know, and stuck with us through the Level Up Reviews, we've had several books, right? We've had, from the very beginning, Richest Man in Babylon, and, you know, we went through Grant Cardone, Tim Ferriss, Mel Robbins, you know, McRaven, all these different authors, and every book claims to be the end all, right? Even this book claims to be the end all. There, there's one quote where it's like, here is the way to be, what does he call it? The uh, ultimate human or...
0: Well, you're moving towards being the uh, an imminently qualified human being. Okay, right. And so, yeah,
1: there are ultimately, is it ultimately qualified human being?
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So so there's
1: that one, right? But there's also, you know, Grant Cardone says, hey, to be the best, you have to 10X, right? Mo Robbins, to get someplace, you have to do five seconds, right? Tim Ferriss, four hour work week, like all, you know, uh, Admiral McRaven, hey, in order to get to somewhere, like making your bed is the first step. So, This is just one other avenue, right, that is going to get you, right, to either a place of self-improvement, improving your business, overall, making things better, right? And so that's
0: the ultimate goal. Yeah, and a lot of times these are the same... not exactly the same, but like have similar concepts or the same concepts, just worded in a different way or presented in a way that might work, make more sense for somebody else, right? It's it's, Mm -hmm. similar concepts, just repackaged uh, are presented in another way. I mean, his if you look at the back of the book, kind of a quote that he uses uh, multiple times throughout this, uh, kind of a uh, underlying theme is unmitigated daily discipline in all things, right? And so that's kind of like his, if we were to take the five second rule, right? It's the five, four, three, two, one, 10X, the 10X. So in this one, um, kind of the the key Which concept are all disciplines, to take away. Yeah, no, for sure, it's just different. Yeah, they're just different. And This one is is just unmitigated daily discipline and all things. And so, um, as we go through this and kind of look at what are what what is the specific code or, or a few of the codes, we're not going to obviously go into all of them. Uh, we'll look at kind of the way the evaluation system is set up, kind of decide like what we what we think is good about it, how it's useful, maybe how we can apply that to reselling, um, how we can maybe make our own standards and decide like are we. What's our goal? You know, in our store, what's our goal weekly? What would it look like to have a a great week or a perfect day if we're listing sourcing as opposed to maybe falling backwards and our store is getting uh, worse? Uh, And then we're gonna look at some potential protocols that that he talks about, like what do you do when the really hard things happen in life that kind of knock you off track, Uh, and what are some of the ways the things he prescribes? And then you can decide, and we'll name the different protocols he has. You can decide whether this is a uh, a little manual that would be useful for you to kind of have that you can grab off the shelf and flip to that spot and say, Hey, I'm going through a breakup. Like what, what does he have to say about that? So, uh, but anyways, relationship advice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm going to read just a couple of the code. Uh, I'll, I'll, maybe do a couple. I don't know, Orlando, if you want to read a couple too, um, if there's any that like really stood out to you. Um, now this one, this first one is interesting because it's, it's kind of first and foremost, and a lot of what he's saying, um, I don't think he he thinks it's more important than the others, but I think he thinks it's kind of the crux of a lot of them. Uh, And it's the idea of physical health. And so it's going to, I think, seem maybe a little weird when we're, we're thinking about like reselling and other things. We might be thinking about being our best in business and doing. And so physical health might not be the thing we're thinking about first and foremost, but this is what the code number one is. I will take care of my physical health by exercising, eating properly and getting rest. I need to recover and rebuild. I will take care of my physical surroundings, keeping them in order. And these are like really simple statements. And the reason I like these is they kind of become like guidestones. Like this is like a rule for my life. The code of, I don't necessarily have to like have memorized. Here's the workout routine I'm going to do. Here's the way I'm going to eat. Here's, you don't have to memorize all this stuff, but the book is kind of presenting. Here's a code to live by. The code is, I'm going to take care of my physical health. I'm going to exercise, eat properly and get rest. I am going to, uh, take care of my physical surroundings and keep them in order. Like like it's just simple. Like if, if that and if you like live by that, then when it comes time to like waking up and you don't want to go to the gym, if you have that code in the back of your head, you're thinking, I will take care of my physical health. Right. Like and you just kind of this is a mantra, you repeat, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the rest I need. And if 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 these become like codes you live by, then it makes it a little easier when you start to get distracted by other things that might be pulling you away from that. Um, I really think health is a very essential one when it comes to just day to day life like what are your thoughts on on health uh, i have no
1: uh platform to speak on health i health is something i have dealt with all my life uh, as far as on, <laughs> i've been on the bad side of health but yeah 100% agree um especially as i'm older i think it's it's important uh, especially if you want to be a reseller like you you have to figure out you know how how can you make it happen if if you're in poor health but reselling does allow you to do things in poor health too so the key thing is, you know, there's two things I, I would say you got to be careful. And again, I do not speak in a place of authority, but of making healthy end all mm-hmm. because you could walk outside and get hit by a bus. So, yeah, no, absolutely. So you know, trying to be as healthy as possible isn't going to guarantee anything, yep. but it stacks the chips for you. Right. It makes things a lot better. Right. And it makes your life a lot better. Uh, I enjoy my life a lot better when I'm healthier. Yep. Uh, I've been personally working on it. I don't talk about it much on the podcast because yeah, I recognize. And especially when we're in this pandemic right now. Right. You there are this definitely if, if at any time you want to be motivated to be healthy, it's it's right now. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where I've been now. I will say being in good physical health does help your mental health. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, you know, I I will tell you. And again, I don't want it's, it's so hard because. I've experienced a lot of terrible things in my life uh, and which I don't I don't really like sharing a lot on the podcast. But one of the the go to that has always helped me has been physical exercise mm. in the sense that, you know, this isn't what this podcast is about, but there there's clearly scientific data that in order to better your life, physical exercise is one of those ways. And and to get through anything, to get through any kind of trauma, to get through You know, making difficult decisions, like physical exercise has a huge component. And so I get it. And obviously you have to understand the context of Jocko. He's a Navy SEAL. Like physical fitness is not an option, right? He's not at a place where he 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 has no choice. Now he, he has a choice now, but his mind has already been programmed. Like, if I'm not in physical shape, like my life is done. Right. So you you have to put yourself in understanding, like, yes. In the context of who you are, physical health hundred percent matters.
0: Yeah, and and it's not even too like I need to have a six pack, and I need to be like a bodybuilder, I need to be like a CrossFit model or anything like that. But but I think a big part of it is just like, do I have flexibility? Right, like that's an area- Better
1: if you're a CrossFit model, though. I mean, <laughs> um, think about the revenue. Anyways, keep going.
0: But the um, but but just think about like like just things like flexibility. That's one thing like I've always neglected. Um, I haven't like stretched before working out and things like that. And then it's like, I got to reach for something and I I don't have full range of motion and I have aching joints and pains. Uh, But if I were to spend 10 minutes every day, kind of like doing some stretches, doing some mobility exercises, it'd be easier for me to get totes off of things. I'd be quicker picking up my son, doing stuff. But it's so true. Okay.
1: Not to take away from picking up your son, but it's so true. Like I, I'm 40 now and I have like these totes stacked and, and I think about like, okay, am I going to be doing this when I'm 60? Now there's two ways to handle that. One is you can improve your health. Two is you figure out better systems, right? Because, or you just make a ton of cash in the next 20 years. And when you're retired, you don't have to worry about that. Right. Or, you know, you've invested earlier on and you don't have to worry about that. But yes, it's very, just being able to function life, physical fitness is so important. And I think in the reselling community, it's a big deal already. I I think it's the, I don't know how many, how many people out there are resellers and talk about health all the time. That's good.
0: Right, it's no, okay. I think it. I think, but I think
1: because it goes hand in hand. I think, I think in business it goes hand in hand.
0: Yeah, I think uh, so many entrepreneurs. That's a big part of their life because, yeah, like you said, like physical exercise helps you mentally. It gives you like creativity. It gives you the energy. Like it's almost counterproductive, but you know when you wake up and you work out for an hour, you can be more productive for the remaining time you have than if you slept in the hour and didn't work out, right? Like over time, like having that little bit of exercise, some people think like, oh, I don't have the time for it. But in reality, when you when you carve out that time, oftentimes you sleep better, you're more productive, you have more energy. So it's almost this counterintuitive thing of like, yeah, you're giving up an hour, but you're actually gaining 30% more productivity the rest of the day on every hour, right? Like it pays for itself tenfold um, over time as you start to to build up those, those habits. So I think that's why so many people who are, you know, working 12 hour days trying to start businesses are also kind of like fitness oriented or health oriented. Maybe it's just like eating vegan or, or eating a certain diet, paleo or eating like they have a certain thing because they know that they feel and have so much more mental clarity when they're doing that.
1: yeah now moving on from there, number four, I wanted to touch on uh, making money. Mm. He, he says, "I will not waste money, I will make prudent financial decisions." okay uh, the other the other part he says there is money is hard to earn. And I don't know. I don't think money is hard to earn. I think making money in a way that you enjoy it and making a lot of it is hard. I don't think, you know, I, I, and maybe you disagree with me, but I don't think it's tough to make money. Right. And, and maybe because now that I've been reselling for a while, or maybe because, you know, anytime now, I will say we're in a time now that employment's going to be tough. Right. I, I don't know what the latest data is, but, you know, once things open up, Either, you know, there's other people that argue that 70% of jobs, people will get back once things are set them up, but we don't know. Who knows, right? But the ability to make money, there's always a way to make money. It's whether one, I personally think it's, are you going to do something that you're going to want to do, right? I mean, how many times have we all taken a job that we hated, but we had to make money? We had to earn money. The hard part is figuring out how to multiply that money. How to make that money something that you're not working, you know, 18 to 24 hour days uh in order to keep that lifestyle, right? So that that's a tough one, but it goes hand in hand with the first statement about making prudent, wise decisions, right? And we've shared this before where Mike and I, we're not gurus, we don't have million-dollar estates. But I would, I think, I don't know, that's sp- maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think we're content in what. And content in a way, not complacent, okay, content and like, hey, we're okay with the money we're making. Yeah. Like, would I like some more? Sure, I'd like some more, but prudent, wise decisions have allowed us to do that. And I'm not trying to elevate us, but we've reduced our bills and our lives in a way where we're not like, oh man, how are we going to pay this, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And And this code for number four is actually, like you said, it's not even really about making money as much as it's I will not waste money. And I love how simple that is. Like I actually, after reading this this week, I have I was at uh, like a, a grocery store and it's like, ooh, here's like, here's a, a Monster Energy drink, but I know I have coffee at home, right? And it's like, all right, three bucks. And I remember just like, this is such a simple thing. I will not waste money. And then that goes into the money is hard to earn. It is so much easier to spend money than it is to make the money, even when you can make a lot of money.
1: But this pandemic has showed us this. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I have spent so little of money. Like, you know, I don't know if you've watched, maybe you're not on, but on TikTok, there's always like this funny one where it's like, people are like, oh, look at the money I saved. No gas, you know, no going out to eat, no this. And then it's like $2,000 Grubhub, $1,000 Postmates. And it's like, you can always waste money. Yep. You can always waste money. The hard one is choosing to make those wise decisions. And this pandemic i will tell you i've never cooked so much at home like i have in the last month and a half right and unfortunately i really do think this is going to hurt the restaurant business because i think a lot of people recognized how much money they were spending out unless you were doing the grubhub and the postmates and the you know and maybe i'm missing the other company here but unless unless you know you were like in some place where like you were going out to eat all the time if you actually force yourself and you cut down your expenses like you'll recognize how much money you're actually losing by doing that.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. And, and I, one of the reasons I I like just how simple that is. Like it goes to the one before that is uh, I will not waste time. Time is precious. Um, these these codes are like so simple. But like if you think about them, like if you were to really follow them, like this one principle can be completely life changing, right? Like if you're just like you know what, all I'm going to take is like this one phrase out of this book. I will not waste time. Time is precious. Or um, I will not waste money. I'm gonna make wise decisions. If you just take those things, then then all these other decisions. Like you can read a whole book about the best way to spend money, or the best way to organize time, or the best. But this one simple phrase, right? You're like, all right, I'm gonna jump on the couch and watch some TV, and you can earn that, and you can be, you can, you can have that in your schedule and not be wasting time. But if you know you've got listings to do and you haven't. Uh, called the people you need to call and send the emails you need to send but you jump on Facebook or you go like oh I'm going to watch this YouTube video or I'm going to I'm going to watch this show on TV and you just think about that I will not waste time is this thing I'm doing wasting time and if it is then just don't do it. Like if this is a code you live by, that's completely life-changing. Again, like this isn't like a, a rule, like you can never watch TV. That's not what the rule says, right? The rule says I will not waste time. So if watching TV with your with a friend or with your spouse or is a way of, of, of winding down from a long day so that you can get some sleep, it doesn't say you can't do that, but it says is don't waste time. So if what you're doing and you know it's a waste of time, it's like, nope, not going to do this. This is the code I live by. I will not waste time. Like it's so simple, but it's like, it doesn't have to give you all the rules, and it lets you figure that out in your life what to spend money on, right? It just says, "I will make wise decisions. I'm not going to waste money." It's simple. Yeah.
1: like and boom. and, and the, the 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 difficult part about all that is it takes a while, mm-hmm. right it, it, it takes a concerted effort because it's it's very easy. You know both of you have done like financial peace with Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember doing the envelopes, and I don't do the envelopes anymore, but there was a time when like it all seemed silly. Like all of it, like having the emergency fund, as, as crazy as that sounds. And those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. So with Dave Ramsey's plan, right, there's baby steps. So baby step one is, is that the, is that the emergency? I don't even remember. It's been so long. Yeah. But $1,000. Yeah. You're having the emergency fund, right? Taking care of your credit card debt. Then you have the debt snowball, right? Mm-hmm. And you begin to pay off, you know, the highest cards and then eventually you go all the way and then you're done. And then, you know, you develop. Anyways, you go on and on, but it takes a concerted effort, mm. right? I, like I'll, I'll never forget. And I've shared this story before, but like, you know, back in the day when uh, I went on a trip to Arizona and it was a very special time <laughs> that the AC broke in the car and it was in the middle of the summer and it was like 120 degrees, but the goal was to be debt free. Mm. So that week in Arizona, anytime we got in the car, it was miserable, Mi- like miserable. And it was going to cost about $1,300 to get the AC fixed and all that. But we already had that non-negotiable, right? The protocol was already put in place, right? The code not the protocol. the code yeah. was already in place. And so it was it wasn't even something we had to like struggle with. It was already there. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like you have to have those things in place because then it once it becomes a non-negotiable it's a lot easier to handle than at the moment having to make that decision. Yeah. And
0: that's where that's where I think I like, cuz we've had the conversation several times on the podcast of like passion or motivation versus <laughs> discipline, right? And I really think we're saying cuz those things aren't mutually exclusive. You were absolutely passionate and motivated to be debt-free. And there were times during that difficult process of paying off debt and not spending a bunch of money and lowering your discretionary spending and all of those things um, there's times in there where you're like, man, it'd be great to buy this thing. It'd be great to fix my air conditioning. It'd be nice to get a new couch. It'd be nice. But you had in your mindset, like I'm I'm motivated. And there's times like, I don't, it'd be easier to spend the money and just have fun now. But you're going back to almost like what it says here, like unmitigated discipline in all things in life. And when you do that, like with money, when you're, when you're that disciplined, then later on, it actually gives you freedom. And that's one of Jocko Willink's like Common phrase is discipline equals freedom when you're disciplined financially, then you have freedom financially later, right when you're disciplined in this area, you have freedom in those areas yeah, and, and
1: don't so- let words get in the way i I know I buck against discipline like crazy, but I do live by discipline you know like you know you what was this word like uh well if, rephrase that unmitigated unmitigated daily discipline have, in all areas of life to have freedom later. Yeah, discipline equals freedom. Okay, discipline, right? It's the same thing as Dave Ramsey's like, live like no one yep. else so you can live like no yep. one else. Right? It's the same same thing. So don't get caught up in the words. Don't become Orlando. Like I I, <laughs> I push back on words because I
0: really feel that words get in the way of people wanting to make change. Yeah, and I think just defining like discipline because sometimes, and I think we had this conversation like you define discipline as like doing, doing something you don't want to do. Whereas I would say discipline is like doing the thing you need to do to get to where you want to be. So it's like not like, I'm disciplining myself like punishment, but it's like, I want to lose five pounds. So I'm not going to eat the donut. I want to be debt free. So I'm not going to buy the trinket at the store, right? Like it's, it's, you, you have the motivation, you have the passion. Otherwise the discipline doesn't make any sense, but the discipline is the daily actions of like, I need to implement the things, the steps that I need to do to get to that goal. So you just think about it as like, if you think of discipline in a negative way of like punishment, don't think of it as punishment as more like, whatever, whatever other way you got to think about it. Like this is, this is a method. This is the path. This is the rule that I have to follow. I mean, all of those things, there's going to be negative connotations, but the reality is if you want freedom, those things do like, okay. So spending a little bit of time exercising and getting mobility gives you freedom and able to move more later in life. Right you you have to give something up to get that freedom and you have to give up 10 minutes of stretching in order to get the mobility freedom that you want and so
1: yeah i just think it needs to be a positive end it's kind of like you know you go to the doctor how many times is the doctor gonna tell you like hey if you don't change the way you eat the exercise you have to have a heart attack like how many people after they hear that go you gonna go home you gonna work out and then they become the in their best physical shape ever that does not happen but instead it's like hey I want to be able to, I don't know, wakeboard one day, or I want to be able to surf. I want to be able to spend time with my grandkids. Like those are all positive motivators, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and even now, like you think of the pandemic and I'll, I'll be real, like, you know, a lot of people that are affected are people of <laughs> a certain weight like I am. And, you know, it, it's still not enough for, I know for even for me at times, it's still not enough for me to be like, you know what? I, I'm not sure... I think I'm going to go grab that Cali burrito. Like it's not enough, but knowing that, Hey, if I take the right steps, you know, I'll, I'll enjoy life more. I'll be able to go on that, you know, hike over here. I'll be able to travel the world and da da da. Like those are our motivation. So you, you got to think in those terms, like if, if you got to use a system that works for you, if it's punitive, there's a lot of people that function and thrive on the punitive. Like there's some people like, yeah, if you know I don't do this, I'm gonna do this to myself. And that works for them. There's other people are like that they completely don't care. Like it doesn't matter. Like they don't want. But if there's a positive end goal that motivates, so you got to figure out it's all about self-awareness, understanding what works for you. Are you ready to talk about the path or are we moving too fast?
0: No, that's good. We can move on to the path. So yeah, there's a lot more codes, obviously, there. They're very short and simple. Like one, one that he he talks a lot about too, that just to be thinking in your mind um as you're considering maybe getting this book or just who Jocko Willink is, is the idea of humility and being humble and not letting your ego get in the way of, of your decisions there's and no relationships. There's no egos in
1: reselling. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, there's so Zero. much. Ego. And what I love about this stuff is, and, and just so you guys know, like s- sometimes when you read things like this, it can come across like, man, somebody like this, either one, they're perfect or two, they think they're perfect, which is worse. They're arrogant and they're cocky. Jocko's not that guy at all. Like his whole thing is like, you I fall short in so many of these areas Every time I'm in a conversation with somebody and I realize, like, oh, I got to get my ego in check. I want, I'm going to, I'm going to act in a way that's, that's not going to be helpful in this situation because of my own pride. And so, like, swallowing that. And so, um, just learning and thinking about ways in that too. Like, there, you're a whole person, you're a mind, you're a body, you're a soul, you've got physical, you've got financial, you've got relationships, you've got all these things that, that make you who you are. And so, the, the idea of the code and, and, and what we're going to talk about with the path, which we'll just briefly explain is, how do I? How do I shape myself into the person that ultimately I want to be? That I'm going to be happy with, satisfied with, that's contributing to others, that's contributing to my family, uh, and and that enjoys life. So cool. <laughs> okay, but are, are we going to talk about
1: the path? Yeah. Or, okay. Did, did so you want to talk about it? Well, no. So my question is: Is it okay to be with happy with just the way you are? Like, does there have to be like? A path that, like, is is do do we run the danger of constantly being unsatisfied when we're like, hey, like, I'm not, I'm not a good enough person, or I'm not a good person. Like, isn't there a danger to that?
0: No, absolutely, I agree. I I think, I think there is a a place where you can become so focused on like being perfect and elite, and that becomes like a, a like like what you worship, and like it's so unattainable that you can become. You can become disillusioned, you can become depressed, all of these things. And so I do think there's a place for contentment. I think contentment is crucial. Uh, But I do think that, like, again, like a lot of these things, like financially, okay? So, like, financial, making like that idea of the code, right? Like, you could say, like, I'm just, I'm happy with the way I am. But if you're, if you're racking up debt and you're racking up debt and you're getting more and more, you don't know a lot of people who are like significantly in debt, don't know how to control their debt and that are actually happy with it. Most of the people who are like, financially like happy and satisfied, have implemented some discipline in their life. So I think there's a place where you can say like I'm content where I'm at. I could get more. I could get to the place where I'm a multimillionaire and I've got all these accounts. And I don't want to reach that. But I think there's a lot more people who almost become apathetic, maybe whether it's health, mental, um, relationships, and they they say, you know, I'm just happy where I'm at. But again, like you need to be doing those daily things because the evaluation, the whole idea is like it's daily stuff. So like health, right? You can say I'm happy the way I'm at. But if you're not exercising regularly, eating healthy, if you're not, if you're not doing those things, then over time you're gonna constantly be getting worse and worse. And if you're constantly just happy with where you're at, you can eventually get to a place where you're you're unhealthy. You don't get to live a full life where you're able to do the things physically that you want to do, mentally that you want to do, you don't get to see your kids grow up or your grandkids, like those things could become issues, but you could say, like, well, at least I was happy. But most of the time, those people actually aren't satisfied. Like I, I feel like, I feel like there's two ends of the spectrum. Um, you can, you can be too far on the end of like, you know, I'm just, I'm in the gym all day long and I'm going to be perfect. And this part of my bicep needs to get a little bit bigger. And this pec needs to get like, you can become obsessed and never satisfied, or you can work out a little bit and say like, you know what, I've got the, the momentum I need to to lift my kid up. And I feel great about that. So I do think, yeah, there's a spectrum and there's extremes on both ends, but I would say that, and I could be wrong here, but I think more people are actually unhappy or unsatisfied with at least one area of their life that they could be on the path, whether it's relationships with friends or family, whether it's finances, whether it's health, whether it's mental activity, whether it's their career, right? There's gonna be somewhere in their life where they're like, you know what? I'm not quite satisfied here. So the idea of the path is live the code. What are the things I can do to start reaching where I want to be? And I think that's something everybody can agree with. Like, you don't have to go to the extreme on that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. it it's it's it, it again, it, it's so hard because part of it is, you know, you can get into a place of judgment where you're judging yourself like, hey, I didn't do this right, I didn't do this right, I didn't do this right. And then there's other place where it's delusions, like I've done everything right, I've done everything right, I've done everything right. So th- there is there is a fine line. It, it's it's an interesting one and, and everybody has to figure out for themselves. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's some certain things that are universally like these things you should not be okay with. Right. I mean, being in debt, uh, if, you know, and it depends where you land financially, we may read a book here soon that is all about that. And it's okay to have debt, But if there's debt that is crushing you and debt that is inhibiting your ability to enjoy life, then that you shouldn't be happy with that. Like you shouldn't like that. That's something you should seek to change. If your health is something that's inhibiting your life, if you know your friendships are something that's inhibiting your life, yes, those are things you need to change. And uh, I, I I do believe in that. I just I think they're you just man, you just got to be careful. I mean, it's you know I, different stages in life. You know, when when I was in my twenties, I it was all about like I'm going to be the best at everything. Then when I was in my thirties, it was like okay, I'm I'm already where I want to be. And I'm not good enough, <laughs> and then, and then now in my forties, it's like, all right, like time to reset the clock a little bit and see what's going on, right? So, it you're everyone's in this different kind of stage and trying to figure out what they want to do.
0: Yeah, I think I think where I would say with this is, in a lot of areas of life, um, you're probably better off trying to 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 make progress and do better, and maybe not like make it your your entire full consuming life of like, I'm going to be physically like elite, or I'm going to be a mental giant and be the most intellectual person I know, or I'm going to have the highest paid job. Like there's a place where you can be content. Like, you know, I'm happy with where I'm at. And it takes work to maintain that. Um, But I think that there's very few people who are like, man, I wish I wouldn't have... Uh, read so many books in college, you know, or I wish I wouldn't have <laughs> there might be um, of of eaten healthy. I wish I would have eaten more donuts last week or I w- you know what I mean like usually people don't regret making positive decisions. that's true. so that's where I kind of think like the path like the path is like, the, and he says this thing here, like he basically says, uh, we need evaluation system to grade ourselves as we attempt to follow the code. And the idea is like the five of the evaluation system is, is pretty much impossible. He says, and it should be hard. The bar should be set high. It should be near impossible. But just in striving, we will become better and we must implement discipline. And so the idea is like, okay, so, and I agree, like, I'm not the kind of person who's like, I want to be like the elite health person. But I think by having the, like, here's what it would look like to live one day of like, I did everything, nutrition, fitness, um, all of that stuff. Absolutely perfect sleep, all of it. Like this is what that would look like. Okay. Now maybe I, I don't even want to spend the time trying to get that. But now that I know what that looks like, I have something to kind of aim for. Like I want to get a little bit better in this and a little bit better in that. Cause I'm not going to regret the next day. Like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that exercise. I wish I wouldn't have got enough sleep. I wish like you're going to be happy as you're making progress. And by striving you're, you're going to get better. You're going to constantly be getting a little bit better in, in these different areas, whether it's relationships, whether it's finance, whether it's fitness, whether it's your your intellect, all of these things, the striving towards reaching the impossible can be good. Now, I think the, the problem is, like you said, delusion, where people like, they make the impossible, like I'm going to be this person. And then if they don't make it or they get there, like he, he talks in this book, like you'll never actually arrive on the path because the path is like the constant journey. So when you reach that step of like, man, if I just thought like, if I could get a six pack, I'd be happy. You get the six pack and you're not going to be happy. And it's like, all right, now you got to set new higher goals. And so, yeah, there is this endless cycle you can get on. And so you want to avoid like thinking that this is going to bring satisfaction, but it will, it will make you better in areas that, that you might want to be better, right? Financially relationships. Agreed. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. So Orlando and I are always looking out for tools and programs that can be used in our own reselling to help improve our sales uh, and things that we can share with the community in order to help others. Uh, And we've been lucky enough to partner with two companies here at the same time uh, that we think do just that. So it's kind of interesting because both of these companies are competition. So. Uh, you know. But this is a good thing that we're advertising both, I feel, because we are really, really big on letting you make decisions and not saying like, this is the way you should do things. Because you know, you know what's best for your model of selling and what you need to be doing. Uh, so we've been able to partner with List Perfectly and Vindu. And both of these are programs that can be used to cross-list postings on multiple platforms. This is great because we always talk about the importance of being on multiple platforms and not putting all of your eggs into one basket. But one of the barriers to that is the time issue. And the nice thing with List Perfectly and Vindu is it allows you to make one listing that then gets cross-posted to multiple platforms. So you're not having to post things multiple places and spend that time. And in this case, that time saved is money you're making. So both of these companies have a special offer for our listeners if you were to sign up. Um, you need to sign up using the affiliate links that we have in our descriptions or show descriptions in order to get the uh, promotional codes. Uh, so first of all, it's list perfectly. They're giving 30% off your first month, which is amazing. And they've got some incredible things that they they offer. So uh, for instance, your postings go to eBay, they go to Mercari, Depop, Grail, Etsy, Poshmark. There's just so many. You got to check it out. There's almost too many to list here. Um, and so if you sign up, you get 30% off, but you have to use our our link and then use the code LP30. And then the other one is Vindu. Vindu is very similar. Uh, you're going to get 25% off your first month. If you use our affiliate link, you don't have to use a promo code. Just click on the link in the description. Uh, and your your listings are going to go to eBay. They're going to go to Etsy. They're going to go to Poshmark. They're going to go to Mercari. So this is just a great opportunity for you to save some time, get on multiple platforms and maybe make some more money. Agreed.
1: Hey, by the way, we're interested in your thoughts. So, you know, if 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 you think and, and hopefully this doesn't break into a Team Mike, Team Orlando thing that happens sometimes in our comments. But let us know what your thoughts are. I mean, are do, we are we uh, disagreeing on this one? No, I no, we're not disagreed on this one. But sometimes it ends up like that. Sometimes it, come, it comes across like that. I think, you know, the only thing I've always said is, is language. Language to me is a big deal. Right. And so I'm motivated to do things. I'd rather be motivated than disciplined to do things. But that motivation leads to discipline.
0: Now, I'm interested because I, I I definitely see what you're saying with that. And I, I've been trying to think of a better word or term that I could use besides discipline. Oh, there. You don't got to. But um, well, thank you for giving me permission. You're to welcome. To you're that. welcome. Um, but I'm just thinking like, OK, so going back to do you regret the decisions you made when you were becoming financially free? You're motivated to do those things. Not really. I mean, there's a couple of times where I was a Scrooge McDuck about stuff, okay. but but for the most part, no.
1: And, and again, no. I and that, So what uh, term
0: would you use besides discipline that it took to say like, you know what, like I'm not going to fix the AC right now. Like what, what word would you use? It was like? just the drive, the momentum, the motivation, like
1: knowing that I will be in a place where I won't have to financially ever worry about anything. So anymore. each like individual step and decision you make. But discipline had to play. I'm not saying that discipline didn't happen. I, I just think, you know. You just got to, I don't know, I don't want to belabor the point here. You just got to figure out what motivates you, right? Some people, they love the word discipline, right? And if that word drives you, you can use that word. Some people love the word motivation. If that word drives you, you use it. Some people like to use the word systems. Like I like to have systems in place. And so you like creating systems, right? Some people hate hearing the word systems because systems regulate some that they have to do things a certain way or it's not going to work out, right? So you got to figure out what works for you. That's all I'm saying. I, I, hundred percent. Listen, as much as as I hate it, we are, we are all fallen, flawed people, right? So we need some kind of discipline to get us to places that we need to go.
0: But like again, I, think, I think when, when, when people like Jocko and I use the word discipline, um, the the context we're using is different than when you are hearing. It's like discipline isn't like punishment. Like when you hear discipline, you think punishment. Whereas yeah. when, when I hear discipline, like I woke up this morning and I went and I worked out at the gym that I made in my yard, uh, and which is legit. At by five way. o'clock when I woke up, it's like boom, five o'clock, which is later than I normally wake up. But I've been waking up a little wow, bit later. Sleeping in, I have been, man. Um, so I woke up at five o'clock and um, it's like, okay, I want to sleep a little bit longer. Nope, not hitting the snooze button. Five, four, three, two, one, getting up, going out there. Okay, got to do some pull ups. Got to my fifth set, didn't want to do the sixth set, man, because my 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 lats are really hurting. All right, I'm gonna do a sixth set because I told myself I was doing six sets this time. And that I would, I would say each one of those things was discipline. I I wanted to work out, like I thought about working out all night before, right? So there was motivation, but actually waking up, getting up, putting my shoes on, the term I would use for that is discipline. So I think that's like I'm not thinking like punishment, I'm not punishing myself, but I'm it takes. It takes like an act of. This isn't like my natural state would be just to sit down or lay down and go to sleep again. But this is what I ultimately want to do. I'm motivated to get in shape, so I need to be disciplined. So the the term isn't for me punishment, but it's like doing the thing that I ultimately want to do, but isn't the easy thing to do. Yeah, I'm.
1: I can't, I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: I get it. So I'm just trying to think. Like you wouldn't disagree with that definition of the term.
1: Nah, no, I don't. I I just I, I think. I think what happens when, and I hate using the word entrepreneur, but I guess that's what I am now. <laughs> when you're, when when you're in a place of like you're independent, right, and you don't answer to anyone, right. I mean, the only people I have to answer to is, you know, is God and government, right. That's pretty much it, right. Outside of that, that's it, right. I mean, I mean, I'm not even married, so I don't even have a spouse I have to answer to, right. So when when you're in that place. Like, it's very hard to have any constraints on you. Like, you don't want any constraints, right? And so, I, I think that's the struggle I'm having. That's all. So, you know, that's not what this podcast is about.
0: All mean, right. It kind of is because his whole concept is unmitigated discipline. So, I think it's a, a, a fruitful conversation to kind of talk about I don't, but like bo- the, the, the discipline doesn't
1: bother me. The unmitigated is what bothers me. Mm. That No no room for flexibility. Like, yeah, this is the way it needs to be. Do it. Like, I'm like, no. Like, if I want to flex, I can flex. I mean, be flexible, not flex. But if I want to pivot, I can pivot. Like I like the freedom of being able to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. But ultimately it's a good, these things are good things. This book, you know, if you can get past a new career font, <laughs> which I'm, I don't know. I'm yeah, it, under,
0: it's written to look uh, like a military uh, manual. I, so I feel like somebody
1: font. pulled out like an old school typewriter and typed this and like PDF scanned it. Anyways, that's a side note. That's the, just the elephant in the room. But it's a good, regardless of, of you know, what I say here and there, ultimately, like, this is a good book, whether one for a reminder, it's a good book for if you need a reset, it's a good book if you just need, like, a starting point, like, if you're dealing with something. We'll get to those in a little bit, right? Because we're getting to protocols here.
0: Yeah. Soon. Um, yeah. So so I, I would say let's go. There's the evaluation. It kind of breaks down, like, each category. Yeah, let's is talk about, about that for a moment. Um, I don't want to go into like too much depth about each one of these. So we'll just quickly talk about like, different categories. what are are the ones that are on there? So, so there's health, right. And it kind of explains and it breaks it down into just like a, think of an evaluation, right? Like in in categories, like if you're at work and you get like an evaluation, so there's health 1.0 and it just describes what health is since, since our physical bodies are the support mechanisms of our brains, physical fitness and health are paramount to our existence. And it goes on to be able to engage. So it's like written is explained like, this is like, this is what you're trying to achieve in life. So then there's 1.1 physical fitness, 1.2 sleep and rest, 1.3, three diet nutrition and then later in the book um, there's going to be uh, like actual evaluation so it's like 1.1 which you know is physical fitness it's like zero to five and then it's a rubric so it's like here's what a a zero looks like here's what a one looks like here's what a five looks like so you can kind of figure out how did I do today in section 1.1 and this is of course very rigorous and and he kind of did it on purpose because it's like it's almost over the top like evaluating yourself but I kind of like the idea there So, so there's there's a uh, health is one. Uh, another one is personal development. Uh, another one is professional development, character and leadership, uh, relationships, uh, preparedness and safety. Is there uh, one about like it. you
1: have to be a martial artist guy?
0: Yeah. So in the, the preparedness and safety. And again, he even says that the uh the, the code isn't isn't unchangeable. Like you, you could shape yeah. it around yourself. I thought it was
1: that was interesting. I mean, it's something I've I've thought about myself. Yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> jujitsu. Because he's like. But huge, isn't it isn't it weird? Like, OK. Maybe I'm just a kid from the 90s, but I remember like martial arts when I growing up was like a thing you did as a kid. Like you watch Karate Kid, right? Now there was Bruce Lee and all that, but like, I don't know. I don't remember in my 20s, like a lot of my friends going on and doing martial arts. Yeah,
0: I did. I did jujitsu when I was in high school okay. um, and it was actually the life-changing thing that like made me who I am. And really? Jocko talks about it all the time. I actually have too many injuries. I've considered doing jujitsu again, but I have too many like joint injuries, so I'm not sure. But here's the thing, um, and, and, and I never did it because actually I was kind of hoping that I could do like cage fighting stuff. But like now I have no, des- I don't watch you. <laughs> the UFC. things I learn about my. I have no desire for like, I don't watch that kind of stuff. It's not my life. Um, but there is something true about jujitsu that he talks about. That tests you in a way that, like, it pushes you to your limits. It shows you where your limits are. It gives you self confidence. It teaches you things about yourself. It causes you to want to improve. It gives it like, the, it, like, one of the things he says all the time is, like, the mat doesn't lie. You roll with somebody, uh, which is what it's called when you, like, are doing combat and jiu-jitsu, because it's always, almost always on the ground. So you're rolling, you're trying to get somebody in an arm bar. If they beat you time after time, they're better than you. They've worked harder. They know techniques that you don't know. They can teach you. You're going to improve. And, and so it's like this constant, like, and then the, the kind of the thing you take away from that, besides just like the physical improvement you're learning is a certain amount of confidence. Like I know this about myself. I can handle myself. I have I have the ability to work hard to do. And so the idea of jujitsu and, and so many sports can do this, but like this is just what he's big on. Not only does it give you like actual preparedness, like what happened to me when somebody almost attacked me in a, at the store, like would I be able to protect myself? So not only does it give you that, but it gives you a sense of confidence and like I know what I'm capable of physically. I know I'm capable of getting stronger physically. I know that there are people who are better than me. I know I'm not the best, right? Like it gives me humility. Like all of these things. So, um, he talks about martial arts in that sense and and even like uh, being able to protect your family and things like that. But like one thing is like do you have a plan? I, and just thinking like where we're at right now with the COVID-19 thing is it's like do you have gear and safety things and food and stuff prepared in house? Like are you do you does your family know does your family know CPR? Something were to happen? Like so these are things that's like Things a lot of times people don't even think about on a day-to-day basis, but it's like, yeah, maybe it would be a good idea if my well, kid knew and, what to do if there was an earthquake.
1: And right? I think it's because he comes from a military mindset, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you think about it. You know, w- when I grew up, I grew up in, I don't know, you you, whatever you want to call it. I grew up in the inner city, the barrio, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, my dad was sick. And so none of this stuff, like who, who thought? I mean, we had like pantry food for an earthquake, but... <laughs> Because we lived in San Francisco, that's the only reason. But outside of that, like you don't, you don't know what you don't know, Mm -hmm. right? And so, again, it's this is why learning is constantly important, and and that's why I bring up martial arts too. Is that I I think now, you know, I'm just hearing a lot of good things about the martial arts.
0: Yeah, I think specifically
1: jujitsu. But I'm saying even right now, even if you listen like Joe Rogan's podcast or listen to other people, he's jujitsu also. Yeah, and and so anyways i say i say all that because this book makes you think about things you wouldn't think about right for me i'm like you know i'm looking at this book like we've read the five second rule we've read you know tim Ferriss, all the books that are up there we gotta put more up. oh wait we got rich dad poor dad up there we haven't read that yet that's next okay wow what a way i didn't even see it up there okay now this was interesting because i'm reading this i'm like martial arts like what? where is this coming from? But I get it, right? Or preparedness, like he's talking, and and I get it. And so I think it's just a good, I think it's always good to challenge yourself and read things that you may go like, yeah, I'm not going to go, you know, uh, d- go join a dojo or whatever, but it makes you think, okay, why would somebody say something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I did like what he said about evaluation here. That was very good. I, I don't know if this is, so I got the Kindle because my shipment was going to get here too late, but on one of the pages he says, most people are capable of getting better, which I think everyone is capable. I don't, I wouldn't say most, I would say everyone is capable of getting better. It's a choice. Once they know the right attributes and understand what the parameters are and how to assess their performance, a lot more people will get closer to their goals. And that, that's very true. Even Even in reselling, I think one of the problems, you know, I would say in my own business or others' business is that you know, you're, you're not, you're not monitoring, t- monitoring things. You're not taking a look. You're not seeing what's going in when it's going out. You know, all the stuff that I hate doing is probably the things that will make my business better. Right. If I choose to do them, right. If I, if Jay, ch- this one, yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, again, see, you've been saying that. I'm like, Phew. but yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying hundred percent. But uh, the other thing you got to be careful at is making somebody's qualifications, your qualifications. Right. So I, I think here, Jocko does a good job of giving us a standard, but you can choose whether that standard is yours or not. Right. Because, you know, he titles it like, this is how you're going to be the eminently qualified human. Right. But that's Jocko's interpretation. Right. And, 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 but there's a lot of truth. I would say pretty much all of it is true. It just depends which is applicable to you or not.
0: Yeah. And again, I think it's one of those things like it'd be difficult to affirm the negative of any of these statements, right? Like, I don't want to be physically healthier. I don't want to have better sleep. I don't want diet. And so the idea, and 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 in that section that Orlando was just reading, it even says like the eminently the qualified human being knows that you never actually get there. You're never actually fully imminently hu- qualified. Like you're you're all you're doing is moving closer towards these things that that everybody would say is better. like now there may be some in there you're like, okay, maybe martial arts isn't for me. Uh, but just maybe just overall safety and preparedness is so you can take out maybe one or two, but I'd say yeah ninety 95 percent of the things in here anybody would agree with Now I want to talk really quick uh, just give a couple of examples about inside of these what the 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 difference between a zero, a one, a two to four, and a five is. Um, and, and I'll only do just a couple just because there's so many to go through in these. Um, but if you were to do this on a daily basis, and he, I listened to his podcast where he talked about this book, he is very clear. And even it says it in here like 99% of the time, even elite people, like an elite athlete, isn't reaching a five in the fitness category on a, a regular basis. They're almost never doing it. Even somebody who's extremely intellectual or very creative or very, you know, working in that part of the mental aspect is almost never getting to a five. So this isn't like, I have to be a five every day, but it's showing you like, here's what is potentially possible. And then a two to four kind of is like, man, I did really good today. Like I've made improvement. And a one is like, yeah, I did something. So here, here's an example. So, um, here's physical fitness, which is activities that increase cardiovascular strength, flexibility, mobility, daily actions that promote physical health. Okay. So that's the description of, of, of that category. So here's what a five is participated in training that reached a level of exertion beyond my perceived limits. The most intense physical training that I was capable of performing set a new baseline for maximum useful effort. Okay. Like that's like, I've never worked out this hard before. I've reached like limits I've never thought possible. Okay. Here's a one engaged in basic fitness routine or activity. Like a lot of people aren't even doing that. So like, if you're like, man, I want to get physically healthier. A lot of times it's like, I went to the gym, I worked out, I went on a run. Like that's, according to this rubric, that's a one. That's like, I engaged in basic fitness routine. then two to four is kind of combined and it's engaged in intense physical activity and demanding exercise that increased overall fitness level while addressing weaker areas that needed improvement. This is like the area that like a lot of people who are working really hard in any aspect, and you can kind of correlate these to like things like the mental and the financial. There, this these same kind of breakdown of like the five is almost impossible. The one is like you did something, like you're, 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 you're doing things. You're kind of, you're staying the same. You haven't really improved, but you haven't spent a bunch of money. You haven't gotten in more debt. And you haven't made a bunch of money. And then the two to four is like. I'm doing something. And so it's okay. Like I think as I read this, I'm thinking the five is where I can like know that I could potentially try and reach. But like most days I'm coming in at a two or four and you could be happy with that, right? Because you know, the zero is inactive, did not perform any activities that contributed to my overall physical fitness level, right? If I'm a two or four, yeah, like sometimes everybody wants to be like perfect and everything, but you could realize like, man, I'm not a zero, right? Like I'm not perfect. I'm not superhuman in this thing today. But I I did something and I did maybe a little bit more than just something. So it kind of gives you a baseline of of where you should go. But those are like some some stark differences between like this is a pretty intense rubric. Like when we when as teachers, this kind of rubric is like <gasps> you can almost never do it because it's like one would be like a five would be the highest it can be and that's like they did everything they were supposed to do and went a little bit above and beyond according to like Jocko's rubric a five would be like you are better than Shakespeare or you're the next Shakespeare in your writing right like and a one is like you did everything you were supposed to do that I asked for you to do and you did it great right so like we often think of like one as a failure and five is an A and like he's basically saying like no one is like you're doing what you're supposed to do and a five is like you're unbelievable like this is pretty intense
1: yeah I'm a, I'm a zero one guy.
0: Either I do it or I don't. (laughs) That that works
1: for me. I would say, I I don't know. Again, you got to use what works for you, right? So if the evaluation, if you're down with evaluating yourself one through five, go for it. Like, I think it's, I think it's valuable.
0: Now, uh, did you have another one? Yeah, I was going to mention one more. So we didn't talk a lot. Um, the mental one I think is great. Like he talks a lot about like, um, reading, writing, um, creating something, drawing, doing things you wouldn't normally do. Um, and so that's a big part of it too. Uh, but here's one we haven't really talked about. And he's really big on like character and leadership, and I love this, his focus on things like humility and a fight against the ego. So here's for humility, right? And there's also emotional control, which I think a lot of times is even more because you know emotions control so often. But here's a five, and I'll just read the five and the one uh, for uh, um, uh, humility. Five controlled ego in the most challenging environment leading to I- an ideal outcome where previously I would have let my ego control me and make a bad decision. Actions created or reinforced my reputation as a humble leader, leading to significant increase in credibility and effectiveness as a leader. That's like you you handled yourself perfectly in a terrible situation. Um, where you could have let your your pride and your ego take over. I,
1: I do wonder though, like, can you evaluate that yourself? Wouldn't it
0: be better if somebody else evaluated you? Yeah, I think, especially like when it comes to something like humility. But like, I think ego because especially it's, if you're an egoistic person, you're like yeah, I'm a five, right? But I think I think again that takes a lot of self awareness because I think a really self aware person. Recognizes ego and 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 kind of um, pride for what it is, Um, because there's times when like you say things and it rubs me the wrong way, and I could just let it go, but I don't because I want like the pride in me, the ego in me wants to like prove that I'm right, right? Or and I so, could be wrong. Well, yeah, but even okay, but let's say you were, let's say you're yeah. you're wrong. What do I gain by proving I'm right, right? What do I gain by like? So there's a certain element of like, could I be and and again, this is talking about like leadership, but but even relationships, would it be better for me to be like they have an idea? maybe it's a little wrong. It's not going to hurt anything. Do I have to be right in this situation? Could I acknowledge what they're saying, listen to what they're saying and and maybe contribute to it, maybe offer my suggestion, but without like having to be right. Right. And if I don't do that, if I, if I kind of allow myself to, to let emotions or my own pride take over, then it's like, wow, I did not, not only did I not reach a five, but like a one in this is stayed humble in normal life settings, controlled my ego and maintained self-awareness to it. So like in a situation where we're having a conversation, if I'm aware to the fact like hey like, I'm about to let my ego come out right now. Like I want to be right. I, I, somebody else is getting credit for what I did at work. Like part of me wants to like, okay, but if like self-aware, we're a team, the, things are moving forward. Like I'm happy. Um, I don't need to be getting the pats on the back, right? Like I'm aware of this. I'm, I'm going to let my ego like in check because it, the, what I want to do, I know is worse. That's a one, right? That's a one. That's not like a five. That's like, Hey, I'm not going to act out. Like a five is like, I handled myself under the most intense situation in a way that normally I would have destroyed relationships and instead I built relationships, right? Like that gives you something to look for. And, and if, with, with this, I tell you what, like having that mindset in situations where you could let emotions or, because um, emotional control is another one, like when you could have let those things that you know can take over. So maybe you're not like, again, so trying to to affirm the negative in this, like maybe your ideal isn't like, I want to be a perfect human being, but I think everybody would agree. Like I don't want to, in bad situations, destroy relationships because of my own pride. Right. So like, where am I on a one to a five? What can I do to get closer to a five than being a zero, which is allowed my ego to dictate my actions, undermining my credibility as a leader, did not conduct a brutally honest self-assessment or find ways to improve? Because that's the other thing, too. Sometimes like with ego, it's just afterwards thinking like, man, I was wrong. Like the way I acted in that situation was wrong. So maybe now I'm moving more towards a one. I'm gonna go and I'm, I'm gonna apologize or I'm gonna make things right. So now I'm because I'm self-aware of it. But if you aren't even thinking on a day-to-day basis, like just imagine if you had these rubrics in your room. and You're like, okay, what are my weakest areas? My weakest areas, finances, and 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 this. I humility. don't want to imagine that. No, no, I know, but that would like, drive me crazy. But but just think, like, if I knew for a fact, like emotions, I'm always getting emotional. It's always in, interrupting. So every day I went and I'm like, man, today I was a zero. Today I was a today I was a two. I worked on it then in those situations, it just becomes, it's part of the code, right? I will not let my emotions control me. I will not waste money, right? Like a finance one. Just having that code, just constantly. And and it's like anything, like just thinking about it. We've talked about it in other books. Sometimes you don't even need to learn new things, but it's like, I know how I should behave in this situation, but I'm not even usually assessing myself. I don't usually evaluate whether or not, did I do what I could have done today? Most of the time, I don't even think about it. So did I do better than I... Am I giving myself props when I'm growing or am I recognizing when I'm failing if I'm not evaluating at all? And so am I saying that you should like sit down and evaluate yourself every single night? No, absolutely not. But it doesn't hurt if there's an area in your life you're like, man, my relationship with my friends is really suffering because of X, Y, and Z, because of this area of my relationships, okay? So every day or once a week, I'm gonna take a self inventory and I'm gonna say like, am I, what would it look like if I was acting like a good friend? Am I doing those things today or am I a a zero? right? And so just being aware of those things changes your behavior. Being aware that there is an ideal that you want to reach changes the day-to-day actions you take.
1: Yeah, it does. It just, it just, it's, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not an evaluate kind of guy every day. I'm more of like, Hey, this is where I'm at at the end of the week. This is where I'm at at the end of the month. Yeah, a week and months fine. Yeah, you got to figure it out, and I, you know, you don't have to go one through five. Uh, you know, it all it all depends what works for you. I mean, I I'm very much of there has to be something in place where you move forward. I mean that that is true. How you go about it, you have to figure out like that, that and that's the hardest part about all this because. If if this kind of system doesn't work for you, you'll try it for a month and then you'll actually go backwards because you're going to go like, ah, I'm so done with all of this. Right. So, you know, tread carefully. All right. Hey, do you want to talk? About, before we go to protocols, I'm going to talk about social media real quick. Let's do it. If you haven't had a chance yet, we are on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. We are Pure Hustle Podcast. We're also on Twitter as Pure Hustle Cast. If you ever want to give us a call. 619 1170 619 If you ever want to shoot us an email, pure podcast at gmail.com. It's pure as a podcast at gmail.com. I uh, thank you all of you that have been buying shirts. We've been selling shirts lately. If you ever want to buy a shirt, there is a link at the bottom of this. Or you can go on Instagram in our link tree. And uh if you are just catching the podcast and you wanna, you know, watch us on YouTube, uh, you can always catch us there and hit that bell notification. And uh, I think it covered everything so Appreciate all of you. I appreciate those of you that have taken the time to write great reviews, even about the level up. And, you know, sometimes we're good and sometimes we're bad on the level up, right? There's some books that you guys love, sometimes books that we don't love. Like our last one, there are some people that actually enjoyed that book and completely disagreed with us, but they're still with us. And that's what I appreciate. The the, the ability to have these conversations uh, with one another and continue on. So, all right, let's talk about... Is the protocols, the last part? Yes, the protocols. Yeah, so
0: the protocols is a section where, okay, so you 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 know what the path is, you know what the code is, you know kind of how to evaluate whether or not you're on the path, whether you're following the code. The protocols are, here's the things you do when like the unexpected or like the things that derail you from the path come up. And I'm just going to read the titles of these really quick and then we might talk about uh, maybe one or two of them. So one of them is a breakup, okay? Another one is a death. Another one is money problems. Another one is betrayal of trust. Problems at work. Apology. Um, accident or illness. Uh, addiction. Trauma. The unknown. Right? So I think he tried to cover
1: everything, and then at the end, he just like got to throw in the unknown, right? Yeah. And and it and it's again, you know. And I sure this might be for the podcast. I think some of these areas here, like those of us that have been through some of this stuff. Like you would read this and you're like, eh, no, probably not. Right. Or like what? Well, cause I think some of this, it's too, too simple. Like, it's like, Hey, here's the solution. Like this isn't the solution. Like there, there's probably more to it. Right. Even when you go like, and I don't want to get too much into it, but even when you talk about the betrayal of trust, like some people handle betrayal of trust better. Right. So it, it's, it's not something that you can just, you know, come to a conclusion, in five paragraphs.
0: Yeah. Right. It's kind of there, like a refined, like the idea of this is like, these I think the it's a steps, starting point. Yeah. These are the steps to take, to get you back on the path, right? Like cool ideas to get on the path. So if you're derailed from it, if you're going through a betrayal of trust, do these things, these things will help you recognize what you need to do to get or back cons- on the path.
1: Or I would say even consider these things, right? I would say, you know, he always, he always starts off with each of these, not all of them, but some of them he just says, Consult a professional, consult a professional, right? And I think, I think it's something you should consider because there, there's certain things. Here's the thing. These are all very serious things. Like these aren't like things to mess around with, right? Death, breakup. I mean, you can put slash divorce in there. Uh, There's, you know, money, there's, I don't know, sickness. uh, and, And there's, there's, so there's certain things that like you should read and you should consider right? And then you should consider others. I'm a very big believer that you should assess different ways of handling and then figure out what works, right? Because what you, you, I don't know, I think I think some of this, you can't go like Jocko's way is the only way because you might put yourself in a bad scenario.
0: Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And I think too, like this is the nice thing about this book is it's so small. It's really, it's like, it's a hundred pages, but a lot of these pages, there's like one or two paragraphs or just a few words on a whole page. Um, so the kind of the idea is like, this is like a quick, like you said, like a starting place. And I would say I would read all of these things before. So you kind of just have like, okay, so maybe you've never dealt with a breakup before. Let's say you're, you're, you're 18 years old, you're 16 years old, you're hustling really hard and you're on the path. Things are going good. You've experienced your first breakup. Your life is devastated. I I get it. I was there. I remember those feelings everything that you were focused on, you might've been working out. You might've been going to work next. You know, you just want to sit in your room, right? Cause like everything. And so the idea behind like this protocol is like, if you've already read this and you're like, wait, these are the things I'm going to feel. I already kind of have a plan of action of things I'm going to do. And then, yes, if you're going through extreme trauma, he doesn't say like, this is the end all be all, but like I could read more books I can do, but this gives me a starting place. I can grab this manual and refresh. Like, what do I do if I have money problems? But if you've got serious money problems, obviously you should be reading multiple books on money problems and Contacting professionals who can help you financially, like those are are things you need to do. In fact, those are part of the steps, right? Like the steps include contact somebody who can do this. This, but it's like if you have no idea, because I just imagine like how many people like have never been taught how to do those things. Like when I went through my first breakup, there was nobody there to help me except for my friends, right? And it's like all they want to do is like, hey man, let's go get drunk, right? And it's like so there's nobody to say like, look, like you're going through a bad a a lot of pain right now, and you know I wish like maybe my dad would have sat me down and said, look, you're going through pain. This is what you're experiencing. Do this, do this, clean your room, wash your face, you'll feel better. Okay. Get up, actually get some food in your belly. Don't, you're not eating right now. This is how you're gonna feel if you don't eat. Like, I didn't have somebody to kind of walk me through those things. And yeah, there's more books I could have read, but I think a good thing about this is it's just like, here are just basic steps of like that a lot of people just don't know because no, they agreed. haven't
1: been taught. I agree with you. I mean, it, it is, it is, it is very much like if you have no direction. Right. If you if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I I don't even know, like, I don't have anybody to go to. I don't you know. and, And that's one thing we've shared. And we haven't talked about this in a long time, but there needs to be people in your life. One that are safe and are removed from the situation that you're in. like I think that's a that's a big deal. So not to get into details, but the other day I did. I have I have my my basketball coach from back in the day who is completely separated from my life in San Diego. Like, you know, like he, he, you know, he was like the dad and my dad was there for me. Don't get me wrong. But my dad had Parkinson's and he couldn't be the the dad that I that I needed at times, unfortunately, towards, you know, towards the end of his life. But, you know, this guy stepped in and, and he was awesome. And even to this day, like I'm 40 and I don't know, I think I think he's 60 something. I don't know, whatever it is. But he's like my dad to me. But the the great thing is I can contact him. And he's completely removed he doesn't know what's going on over here like he didn't even know like i had a podcast like he doesn't know right so he's able to give me a pretty objective view of things and and, and you know he talks about that here when dealing with breakup or it would be trail of trust like if you weren't involved in the situation could you see it on the outside for what it is right so i, I don't know i just encourage all of you find those people then you got to find the, those people that are the people that are like not not the hey let's go out and get drunk but the people that are like I'm okay being sad with you like what what what's going on like you need that kind of person too you need somebody that can be real with you and let you be real because if it's somebody's like oh things are gonna be better you're gonna be good like <laughs> that's just miserable you, you like that is the last person you want to hear from when things are bad like you especially when it first hits. At least that's my perspective. So, all
0: right. You want to touch on some of these protocols? Um, I think you were going to do money problems, right? You're going to talk about yeah. a couple of things. And I was going to talk about problems at work. And then we'll wrap this up.
1: Okay. So, um, let's talk about money problems. All right. So, we shared this multiple times, right? This idea of like budget, 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 budget. I Again, it's, it's disciplined, right? To have a budget, right? But if you're having money problems, especially right now in this pandemic, we talked about this, uh, I don't know, 10 podcasts ago, whenever the pandemic first started, but the idea of, you know, Dave Ramsey talks about the four walls, right? Hey, make sure, right. That you're able to keep the lights on, make sure that you have food, right. Make sure that you have transportation, right. All these different, you can look them up, whatever Dave Ramsey's four walls are, but they are the essentials, right. And part of that is understanding like how much money you're actually making and how much money that is going to build. Right. So that is, that is above all, I think, I think Jocko is spot on about that. He said, you may need to make aggressive and immediate decisions. And I agree. Like right now you might be in a place where you're going to have to make those aggressive decisions. Like for me, when I first started going debt free, uh, we did not have cable for like 10 years. Was it 10 years? No, I was, we didn't No, It took us three years to get out of debt, but we, got, we got so used to not having cable. We didn't have it for 10 you just, years. You just kept it gone. Yeah. We just kept it going. We're like, Pff, what now I have it. And, I can't get rid of it because you know I gotta watch the last dance and I gotta watch this like I'm I'm stuck now, right but I'm okay because it's not bringing on more debt. Then he says eat out less and eat more home, cancel your gym membership. you know, I struggle with this one. he said, cancel your gym membership and start training in the garage. That's what I'll say about this and again, I'm not a health guru guy, but I'm a guy that needs a place to keep me accountable. right So if I were to work out at home, i still do but it's not consistent but if i have to like there's a buddy of mine him and i work out and and i we hate it like you know he's he's in better shape than i am but we're not in great shape but i hate it Hate. i despise the gym i I, i'm I'm being real like i the only thing i like about the gym is uh the door when it closes when i'm leaving
0: and how are you able to do it when you're not motivated to do it Okay, all right, you win. Fine, discipline. But
1: oh, I I wasn't okay. Okay. But what I wanted, my point was, my point was, was that if I were to cancel that gym membership and say I'm going to work out at home, it wouldn't happen. But forcing myself to go to the gym and knowing that this guy's going to be on my case if I don't go makes me go
0: there. Yeah. I mean, that's just an example. Like he's saying here, like if you're in such financial hardships that like you can't make ends. But if meet, it helps
1: you keep your sanity, like I think it's an essential. OK. Right. Okay. I would say like right now for a lot of people, like one of the most sane things to do is to work out.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like anything. Like If you can't, if you're like, I, I refuse to cook healthy meals at home, I, I can only if I go out to eat at a restaurant. I'm not going to cut out eating out when, even though I'm trying to lose weight or I mean, I'm trying to get yeah. financially fit. But when, even myself, I've gone
1: through several stages of trauma in my life, whether it's been, you know, death of a lost one, uh, lost a loved one, or, you know, end of a relationship. Like the gym kept me sane. Now, again, you look at me like I'm not a gym guy, but I, there's something to be said about physical fitness. So, all right. And then, you know, the easy one, new clothes, vacations or a new car will all have to be put on hold. Uh, but that's, I would say that's easier said than done because you don't, unless you take a time to self-reflect on what you spend money on, you're, you're not even going to notice it. Like there's a, there's a great website, uh, every dollar, I think it's everydollar.com. It's, it's put out by Ramsey, whatever. And there's, there's, I mean, you can use other stuff to do your budget, but yeah, everydollar.com, you just sign up and like, it does all the budgeting for you. Like it's free. It's a piece of cake. I think Mint's another one. I don't know if Mint's still around, but if you haven't gone even down that road, just do it. Like that that if if, if you got anything on this podcast is
0: a budget. So all right, go ahead. Are you done with uh with the money?
1: Yeah, I'm done with the money.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean that's good. And, and he goes on, he talks about the
1: Oh well, okay. One more. Yep, go for it. Sorry, okay.
0: He makes a point here about money. Like um, if you're you know you're through Financial
1: Times is don't keep your family in the dark, get input from everyone affected by the situation and make it a team effort. Okay. I push a little against it. Careful with who you share things with. I, I very. It's kind of like reselling. Like you got to be careful who you push things on, right? Or who you share things with. Yeah, there might be a team effort, but you got to make sure they're on your team, right? Because in my experience is that a lot of people, when they're going through struggles, they want to share it with everyone, right? They want everyone to to empathize with them. But that can put you in a in a bad scenario later on. And the reason it could put you in a, lot, in a bad scenario later on is because you're, you're trusting, right, that this bad situation is something that's going to stay with that person, right? So, again, I always say you got to keep people in your circle that
0: are trustworthy. Well, this says get input from everyone affected by the situation. Yeah,
1: but people that might be affected, they may be affected, but they're, they might be somebody you don't trust.
0: Okay, but this is like, this, this says don't keep your family in the dark. So I'm assuming like it's talking like you're dealing with family and you may be owing a bunch of money, we're gonna lose the house. The idea is like don't keep your family in the dark. Get it let let them know we're gonna have to make some sacrifices. What are you willing to sacrifice? Like, I, I think that's what's being said here. This isn't like
1: So you're saying immediate family?
0: I mean, that's what it says.
1: It says I mean It says keep your family. That and so yeah, immediate obviously like
0: you you your kids but you know, I, I think I don't know. I mean if you if, if it says everybody affected. So if your grandpa co-signed for your car and you're about to lose it, you need to be talking well, you, well, to them. Yeah, a
1: hundred percent. That's what yeah, it's yeah, saying right, here. Okay. Like, I,
0: I, all right, all right, I, right. But there are people who go through financial maybe hardships. Orlando's
1: very mistrusting heart. Really yeah, different. I'm just kind
0: of I'm, I'm interested. Like with the take you took on that, because like overall, like this is kind of just saying like like don't. Because there are people who, when they're going through financial hardships, they don't tell anybody, and then everything all of a sudden the walls collapse around them, and they weren't being honest with their yeah, I, I think I think their-
1: my experience in that has been whenever I've gone through scenarios where it's been financial hardship or any other kind of hardship, it has been that I had expectations that people were going to be there for me and they weren't there for me, right? And so this is why, again, we got to bring up Gary Vee and everything, right? I resonate with what he says because his attitude is like, no one cares. And if you can, you can... Now, I'm not saying that's right, but if if my mind... If once I was able to get my mind frame that like ultimately it's up to me to take care of things and to live without expecting people to be there for me. I actually was in a better place because so many people have let me down over my life. And if I, if I continued in that path, like I would just be in this completely miserable thing where like, I expect so-and-so to behave this way. I expect so-and-so to behave this way. I expect so-and-so to behave this way. But instead, if I'm like, no, I don't expect anyone to behave a certain way, I'm going to do what I need to do. And if those people choose to act differently, that's on them. That gave me a better mindset to get through stuff.
0: I agree. Yeah. So when it comes to um, your financial decisions, just tell the people who are directly affected, don't broadcast it to other people who aren't directly affected, hoping that they're going to care and be on your side. I agree. I think that's good. Okay.
1: All right. I'm done. All right. Um, I mean, I'm not done talking, but I'm done. Okay, you're done. Well, I don't. I don't know. You have your protocols, each. I haven't done with my protocol. Uh, did I? Was I supposed to have another one?
0: No, no, no. Just that okay. one. Um. Okay. So, uh, I'm gonna just quickly do problems at work. Um, I just think this is one that a lot of people resonate with. Although we do have some full time resellers, a lot of people are, you know, they they still have a you know nine to five grind they're going to. Um, and Jocko's really big on like no matter what job you're in um do the best and if it's a bad fit if you're not if 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 it's not a good job for you then take the steps to get a better job like this isn't but but do the best you can in the job you're at like don't steal from your company uh, but sometimes there's problems at work maybe it's caused by you maybe it's somebody else and here are some of the things that, so problems at work, everything is crashing around me and I don't know what to do. One, recognize that sometimes this is how life works. When things go wrong, they seem to happen all at once. They compound on top of each other. It's pretty easy to sometimes feel beaten up when you are faced with all of those issues and problems. I think this is just a real, to the point, a lot of people just don't hear this. Like like same thing with Gary Vee, like saying things like nobody cares, right? Like sometimes people just need to hear like, look, You need to recognize that this is how life is sometimes. Sometimes there's going to be problems. They compound Uh, somebody. I'll share the story next week. Like somebody came up, drove up my road, which is out in the middle of nowhere. It's a private road. It's basically my driveway. And they decided to turn around and hit my fifth wheel right? Did what? a little bit of damage, drove off, took off, right? And it's like, frustrated, but but then something like this. How did Recogn- that even happen? Yeah. Recognize, this is how life works, right? Sometimes things are just hard, and it's good to have this in mindset. Then it's this. Don't give up. In fact, do the opposite. It's time for you to fight harder. It's time for you to dig in and go on the war path. It starts with one of the fundamental laws of combat leadership, prioritize and execute. Then to do that, you do these things. One, make a list. What are the biggest problems? What is causing you the most stress? Um, Are your work pressures negatively impacting your home life? Right. So like, okay. These are problems. I'm going to face them. Basically, what he's saying here is, is I'm not just going to say like there's problems. I'm going to back off. But it's, it's like there's problems. I'm going to fix them um, at home. Your family will likely pick up on your stress and tension from work. So talk to your family and tell them the plan for how you're going to handle the situation and fix it. If you're going to be working longer hours, make sure your family is aware of that and discuss the plan with everybody so they can help uh, pick up any slack. Right. So this is like, all right, is there problems at work? Are you falling behind on a project? Are you going to have to work harder? Are your family recognizing your stress? All right, get your family involved here at work. Talk to your boss, face it. Tell him or her that you are going to step up your game. Show early to work, work through lunch, stay late, be wherever you need to be. And this is specifically talking like maybe it's your fault, like you're falling behind on a project, you failed on something, which happens all the time. Like a lot of times we like to act like it doesn't, that it's always other people. But how many times is like a problem at work is like, I didn't do this thing I was supposed to do or I did it wrong. And I mean, it's going to take more time. So this is kind of just giving you ways to face it. Maybe if it's a coworker, it's time to have a professional discussion and and work through any issues. Remember, other people cannot read your mind. Your coworker may have no idea how um, how they are impacting your work life. And a simple conversation may make a dramatic improvement on the situation, right? Like just even that, just like a simple reminder, like sometimes other people, they're causing a problem by things they're doing and you're just like festering on it. And all Jocko's saying here is be professional, have a conversation. And again, this isn't like a teaching you how to have a professional, tactful conversation. He's hoping that like if you're on the path, you're learning those things, you're improving, you're growing, you're reading self-help books, you're doing that stuff, but you're going to face it and you're going to have a conversation with this worker. So anyways, uh, and then one just last one I'm going to read real quick, he says, It's going to be hard because life is hard. These challenges that you face will do their best to take you down. Do not let them stand up and dig in. Line up those problems and fight them. Let those challenges raise you up, elevate you. The trials demands will make you stronger. Uh, And I like this kind of uh, a book because I, I feel like it's real. Like there's nothing in here that's just like, yeah, it's going to be easy. And I feel like that's kind of one of the things Pure Hustle Podcast has tried to do It's kind of, we've tried life to say, is rough. not just life, I mean, that, that might be a little more intense than we are, but like, we're not afraid to say like, look, reselling is hard. You want to make it? Orlando was five years, part-time, hustling, nights. He was working full-time. He was saving up. He was not fixing his AC in his car. Like, and then he got to a place where he's full time. We're not selling the dream of like, hey, buy my course, you're going to be able to 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 stay home tomorrow making a million dollars, right? Like, so there's a certain realness in what Jocko is saying of like, look, your work, you're going to have hard things that happen, and it's gonna it's gonna get difficult. And what he's encouraging you to do, and some this is the type of stuff that motivates and fires me up is like, you know what? It's hard. It stinks. There's problems. Line them up. List them out. Figure out the thing that's causing you the most stress, and and take actions to fix it, right? Like just that alone. Like if you have that mindset, life is going to be so much better. You're not going to feel so sorry for yourself when things go wrong. You're going to tactfully look at ways you can address problems. And maybe it's, you just realize like, look, the work is the problem. I need to find a better job. And so you start taking the steps to do that, right? So no matter how it is, like these protocols aren't like the perfect fix it. It doesn't like necessarily tell you how to, how to, to, to talk to the coworker you're having an issue with, but sometimes people just need to be reminded, like, you could be festering on this. Maybe you need to learn to have a professional conversation with a coworker and deal with this like an adult.
1: Yeah. And it, going along with the work protocol, I mean, the, the other thing I will say, being that I'm on the other side of the 95 is I, I I strongly encourage everyone have some kind of exit plan, no matter where you're at. Always, 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 always. Build always, your always. resume. Build your Yes. I'm telling you, if there's one piece of advice I wish I was given when I was you know fresh out of college and going somewhere. Was have an exit plan. Now, luckily, I had people in my life that were smarter than me. So for uh, (laughs) that, you know, they lived and experienced a lot more life. And so, you know, I had one friend of mine who was a mentor and he said, always network every opportunity you can, every convention you go to, every opportunity, always network because you never know when that's gonna play out. So when I walked away from my job in education, I had offers already, right? I had opportunities to pursue, I chose not to. But I already had that exit plan in play. I had reselling on the side, right? That if I ever wanted to step away and it was a principal issue, principal, not A-L, but, you know, the other spelling of principal, <laughs> just in case you're wondering, because I was a vice principal. Not your principal. Yeah, not my principal. principal. No, let's get the right spelling pal. here. Uh, that I could walk away, right? So I always had, it's interesting, I always had an exit strategy, but I didn't realize that I needed the exit strategy until I needed it. Right, so, hundred percent agree. So I see everything that Jocko said in that work part. I just wish he added like a number, whatever is left, have an exit strategy. Now he kind of says that a little bit in there.
0: Yeah, other part of the book he really talks about that for sure. Yeah,
1: but I hundred percent believe, whatever job you're in, always have an exit strategy. Build if you're in education, build your resume. Have all these tools that if you got to go somewhere, like you have these tools available. If you're in the business world, right have all those things that you can build, develop and network. I would say network in every field that you're in every field that you're in there. There's no excuses for not networking. That is your exit strategy. So, but ultimately, right. All these things that we talked about are good. I I don't, I'm not counter to it. You know, I, I, I know I sometimes come across Mike, like I, you know, do what you want. Like, you know, I don't care, blah, blah. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like that, but if it's something good in your life and it's going to make your life better, why not spend the time not only pondering it, but taking action. Right. And yeah. that's what Jocko about taking yeah. action. And if
0: I were to, and I think self-reflection is really important. I'm big on that. Um, just because it's something we don't, I think as, as humans do enough that we should. Um, and, and if I were to self-reflect right now, like even, even going into this discussion, it's like, all right, I'm, I let my ego, I let my pride of like, I've got to get across what discipline means to me, to Orlando. And I want to convince him to believe what I believe about discipline. And so if I were to score myself, it's like, all right, in emotional control or on, 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 on ego probably didn't score a five. Right. So now I have a goal of like, okay, next time. And maybe it's not this conversation with Orlando, but it's another conversation with somebody else about something. It's like, I know the the things that I can allow my, my ego to, 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 to come out and like, okay, I need to get this in check. And a book like this, what a book like this does, and, and and listening to the Jocko podcast does, it says, look, like you're not going to be perfect, but like it helps you find, like here's what it would look like to be closer to perfect, and so you recognize when you're messing up, so you can identify those things and fix them. And and I, again, like I'm going to be a better person if, out of ten conversations, nine out of the ten I'm not letting my ego get out of get out of control, as opposed to nine out of ten I do let my ego get out of control. So taking those actions day by day to try and say, like, all right. I was a zero today in this. Let's try and see if I can get to a two, right? Like maybe I'm not going to be a five, but what does a two look like? Can I get to a two? I'm going to strive for five. And if I reach two, that's a whole lot better than a zero.
1: 100%. 100%. So hopefully this helped all of you. Hopefully, whether it's reselling or in your personal life. And again, if it just gives you the ability to reset on some things, that's what we're all about. Always leveling up in every avenue. So with that being said, make sure to be real, be relevant and be reselling. Please. Please.